0: Good morning. Let me just bring in my next host. Good morning, Calissa. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm Happy okay. Friday. Happy Friday. I know, sorry everybody for the late start. I just had a late start this morning, but I just wanna go quickly, tell everyone, spread the word, let us share um, our video <laughs> going into it now. Are you having? Did you have a good week so far? Yeah, it was good. Hope everyone had a good week. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so I'm just going to go in and do and share. And if you're joining in, come on in. Sorry about the start. Um, just want to get it in here. Okay. All righty. Come on in. Come on in. So, Galicia, can you start us off with our word of prayer?
1: Yes. All right. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for another day. Another virtual bible study continue to give us wisdom knowledge and understanding a spirit of discernment help us to guard our tongue heavenly fathers and and be with us as we discuss this topic on gossip in jesus name i pray
0: amen amen so tell us to have a scripture reading to share with us today
1: yes i do and the scripture reading is taken from second samuel chapter 15 verses 1 through 14. And it goes, like this. In the course of time, Absalom provided himself with a chariot and horses and with 50 men to run ahead of him. He would get up early and stand by the side of the road leading to the city gate. Whenever anyone came with a complaint to be placed before the king for a decision, Absalom would call out to him, what town are you from? He would answer, your servant is from one of the tribe of Israel. Then Absalom would say to him, look, your claims are valid and proper, but there is no representative of the king to hear you. And Absalom would add, if only I were appointed judge in the land, then everyone who has a complaint or case could come to me and I would see that they receive justice. Also, whenever anyone approached him to bow down before him, Absalom would reach out his hand, take hold of him, and kiss him. Absalom behaved in this way toward all the Israelites who came to the king asking for justice. So he stole the hearts of the people of Israel. At the end of four years, Absalom said to the king, Let me go to Hebron, fulfill a vow I made to the Lord while your servant was living in Gershon, in Aran. I made this vow, if the Lord takes me back to Jerusalem, I will worship the Lord in Hebron. The king said to him, go in peace. So we went to Hebron. Then Absalom Absalom sent secret messengers throughout the tribes of Israel to say, as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpets, then say Absalom is king in Hebron. 200 men from Jerusalem accompanied Absalom. They had been invited as guests and went quite innocently knowing nothing about the matter. While Absalom was offering sacrifices, he also sent for Ahithophel, the Gilanite, David's counselor, to come from Gilead, his hometown. And so the conspiracy gained strength and Absalom's following kept on increasing. A messenger came and told David, the hearts of the people of Israel are with Absalom. Then David said to all his officials who were with him in Jerusalem, Come, we must flee, or none of us will escape from Absalom. We must leave immediately, or he will move quickly to overtake us and bring ruin on us and put the city to the sword.
0: Amen. So that ends the scripture reading. Um, Mm So let us go and jump into our topic. As you said earlier, we're going to talk about gossip. Now everyone has... And, or I would say most people have participated in this thing called gossip. We normally know when it starts off, we start off with, guess what? a girl. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Check all what's up. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it starts, you know? Um, I I get something sweet to tell you. I get something juicy. Mm-hmm. Right. We, you won't miss this one. You know, normally we have all somehow participate in something called gossip. And so we're going to talk today about what is gossip and what does the Bible say about gossip. As you know, this is a Bible study. And so we're going to always tie it back into what the word of God through the Bible has to say about every topic that we discuss here. And so, Calissa, starting us off, what is Gossip.
1: All right. Well, gossip refers to idle talk or rumor about someone's personal or private affairs with another person or a group of persons. It is usually a juicy or scandalous story that may or may not be true that is spread behind a person's back and be very and can be very hurtful and or hum- humiliating. Now, the Greek word in the Bible for gossip is sitharistes. Right, And it means a whisperer, a secret slanderer, a backstabber, a backbiter, quietly, secretly destroying another person's character. That is covertly, not out in the open, but rather operating in the corner. (laughs) All right, Mm so you understand based on that, what gossip really is, you know? Um, So, of course, gossip um, may start innocently without you having any intention to harm anyone. But your conversation about the person who is not there with you can have a tendency to escalate very quickly and negatively. This malicious, mindless, third party conversation is a murder of reputations and a divider of relationships. You know, Proverbs 16 and 28 says a troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Wow. It is said that two-thirds of every human conversation is made up of idle chit-chat, like gossip and rumors. It has been a part of us from the beginning of time, and the majority of us, if not all of us, has taken part in it, although we do not like to admit it. Even as young as preschoolers have spread rumors or gossips. Now, we all know, like, back in the day with kids, they used to say, like, ooh, cuties, he have cuties, or ooh, this one. I've realized all that helps in in building up gossip amongst the kids. Remember, the kids would get upset and run to the teacher and say, they keep picking on me, you know? But it starts from there, you know? So just for you guys to know that, it starts even from as young as preschoolers, Mm -hmm. you know, saying things like what we were saying earlier, you know, check your WhatsApp. Haven't you heard? Come by me. Guess Mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. What news, Mm
0: -hmm. keep this
1: between me and you Yeah. are all, you know, familiar sayings that we know when it starts a gossip, you know, moreover the entertainment industry has capitalized on gossip, you know, through celebrity gossip columns, through magazines, you know, those TMZs, you know, and stuff like that, reality shows, soap operas, you know, the list goes on and on. So gossip is a major industry. You know, First Timothy um, five and thirteen says, besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house, and not only do they become idlers, but also busybodies who talk nonsense, saying things they it. ought not to. You know, so basically, that's what I gathered from what is gossip.
0: All right, wonderful as far as that's a nice mm-hmm. comprehensive um, version of what is gossip and also making scripture references to it. I just want before we move right. on with the rest of our um, Bible study, I just wanna welcome um, some of our viewers. Good morning, Philip and Bristol's in the house. We have Rosetta Dorset that's here. We also have Michelle who is here. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is your first time here, I just want to let you know that we have an interactive Bible study. And so we don't just talk at you, we talk with you. So if you have questions that you want to ask throughout our virtual Bible study, please feel free to send us our questions. We normally will deal with them at the end of our Bible study, but we will get to them. Um, And if you can as well, share our video, like it, and keep the comments flowing. We love this interaction, okay? So let's just go on to our next question. So as this is a Bible study, can you share some Bible stories about where, where gossip became, I would say, the main theme of it or was a theme of it, of, of a particular yeah. story in the Bible?
1: Yeah, well, I have actually two stories, you know, in the Bible. They both come from the Old Testament. But um, one story I'll start off with um, is the story of Haman, you know, in the book of Esther. And if people didn't know Esther, I mean, you, go, you guys got to check that book out. You know, it has a lot of information, you know, about even things like that of gossip, you know, and it's a very interesting read. Um, also, the, this is how it goes, basically, with Hammond. So I'm going to have to break this down because okay, you know okay. I don't want to go talk through the whole story. About so I'm going to mm-hmm. break it down, you know, so Hammond, I'm focusing on Hammond. And, you know, he was promoted to Visor. You know, that is like a high profile advisor to the king. You know, So you know that when that type of title is bestowed upon you, you know, something like that would get to somebody's head. And on top of that, all the royal officials at the king's gate knelt down and paid honor to him. So for the king, you know, he had commanded um, that they would be doing this to him. But Mordecai, who was Esther's cousin, would not kneel down or pay him honor. Um, And that disturbed Haman once he was made aware of it by the royal officials. So Haman sought revenge by defaming the Israelites so that he can kill them. You know, he bent to the king and said, there's a certain people dispersed among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom who keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from those of all other people. And they do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to tolerate them. If it is, if it pleases the king, let a decree be issued to destroy them, and I will give ten thousand talents of silver, the king's administrators to the king's administrators for the royal treasury. So the king, you know, he took his signet ring and he gave it to him, and he told him, you know, keep the money and do whatever you want to do. But as you keep going on with the story, you'll understand. You know, how everything started transpiring, but little did he know that Esther was actually an Israelite. So he didn't realize that when he was going against the Israelites, Esther also was an Israelite, you know, Yay. and they read right. you know, the story, what ended up happening. And you know, what came to my mind is, um, two, um, verses, you know, from Psalms and Proverbs, Psalms 101 and five says, whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart, I will not endure. And you could see that he did it secretly because he went to the king, told the king, and he did it basically out of revenge and bitterness and jealousy of the Israelite people. So that was a good example to show you how it was. And also in Proverbs, it said, The lips of fools bring them strife, and their mouths invite a beating. The mouths of fools are their undoing and their lips are a snare to their very lives. And as you know, in terms of Esther, Haman had built up a contraption that was used supposed to kill Mordecai, but that same contraption was used to to kill him (laughs) in the end. So you realize that your own lips are a snare to your very lives. So be careful with gossip. Another thing I would also, another story that comes to my mind Also, is what I just read earlier, the story of Absalom. Now, I always would say, like, with Absalom, I would like to just do just a Bible study on him by himself. You know, he was rebellious, but there's a reason to his rebellion. You know, and I always think that you got to understand people in order to get, you know, to know what, why they turned out the way they were. So I always like to do that. But Samuel and David is also a good storyline. I'll always say, David, if you want to know all the vices, check David out, (laughs) because he has everything (laughs) going on for him, you know? Um, So Absalom is another thing on top of, in terms of gossip. Um, Absalom, it basically starts from Amnon and Tamar. Now we had talked about Amnon and Tamar, in our heartbreak um, Bible study session, you know, and he basically raped Tamar, um, which was Absalom's sister. They shared the same mother and father. David was their father, but Amnon only shared the same father. So that was an incestuous rape that happened there. So after that happened, you know, um, Amnon, I mean, Absalom told his sister basically to keep quiet, and he really did it because he wanted to see what his father, David, would have done. But, you know, he didn't do nothing. So two years later, he sought his revenge, Absalom, for his sister. So Absalom goes now and he conspires something up to kill Amnon. So he invited them to a party, all his brothers and siblings to a party. And there he instructed his men to kill Amnon once he gets drunk. So they did. And, this, and his other brothers started to run because, of course, you know, Just like at a party, if something break out, you know, everyone's starting to flee now. So here's where gossip or rumors are displayed. So while the other brothers were on their way back, running away from it, you know, a report came to David saying, Absalom has struck down all the king's sons. Not one of them is left. (laughs) You know, and of course, that distressed David. Now, I would tell you this, how many have heard false rumors or fake news before they hear the truth, you know we see this type of rumor displayed on social media, on our WhatsApp groups. Mm-hmm. You know people sitting around these and fake news it in our WhatsApp groups. You yes. know, and and you like, hey, you let getting all the stress and all bothered about certain things, and then mm-hmm. you have to have someone who comes in, like how I said in David's with David's nephew, he had to come in and say, hey, my lord should not think that they killed all the princes. You know, only Amnon is dead. You know, this has been Absalom's express intention ever since the day Amnon raped his sister Tamar. You know, my lord, um, the king should not be concerned about the report that all the king's sons are dead. Only Amnon is dead. You know, and after that, Absalom had fled. But I just was like, you know, that was a good example to show you how some people are spreading. They got to be careful when they send out these information. You got to vet what you're sending, you know, because sometimes you discredit yourself. And after mm-hmm. a while, people, once they see you send something in groups or whatever, they ain't in- into hearing from you no more. So anytime you exactly. send them something, they, mention, they
0: already group you, you in know. class. So exactly. that
1: was a good example to show you how people can start rumors. Yes. Another one was three years went by and David longed for his son Absalom because he was concerned, you know, his son fled, he's thinking about him, you know, and he wanted him to come back. But he felt like he couldn't do it. But Joab, You know, his top general, David's top general, used trickery, you know, to get the king to admit how badly he wanted to bring Absalom home, you know. And what he did to trick him was similar to like planting seed gossip. And I'm going to talk about that in the different types of gossip. You know, he had um, a woman from Tekoya dress up in mourning clothing. And when Mm -hmm. David passed by... She would say a story that was similar to that of David's situation to prick his mind, you know, into sending for his son. And the story was too familiar to David because it was almost like she said basically the same thing. You know, my son's been into a fight and one killed the next one. And he fled. And I afraid that I don't, I don't want to kill my son. You know, I don't want him to, you know, I know he kills somebody and I know he'll be um, used for the death penalty. But I want to. Um, I, I don't wanna do nothing to my son. So of course, that's the same situation to like David, you know, Right. so it was too familiar. It was like, hmm, you know, who, so he, you asked know. Lady, he asked the lady, um, so who asked you this? You know, who told you about this? Who um, told you to do this? And he said, she's, and so he looked at him and looked at her and said, you know, isn't this the hand of Joab with you in all of this? <laughs> So he knew right away who would have done something like this. And that shows you in terms of gossip when you send an information around. Sometimes you confide into a friend or confide into somebody, and they go and tell your business, and then someone comes back and tell you, you know, and you know the only person I told this to was XYZ. So XYZ oh they're telling my business.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So that was
1: another incident in terms of of gossip spreading and rumor spreading. So David consented. So, you know, because of, you know, that situation, it would really pricked his mind. So he said, you know what, let me bring my son back. But to keep up appearance of justice, he refused to see Absalom. Two more years went by with Absalom living in Jerusalem without seeing his father. Finally, Absalom couldn't stand it any longer and forced the issue by setting the fire of Joab's field because Joab wasn't even communicating back with him. So he's like, I need to get someone attention. My, da- my dad didn't even call me, ask for forgiveness, nothing. We didn't even talk or embrace, you know? So after that, you know, the father and the son met and David kissed Absalom and, you know, they kind of reconciled, but by now he was bitter. Absalom was bitter, you know, and he became, he was rebellious um, and he sought revenge by taking his father's throne, like what I was saying, reading earlier. So he conspired against his father by presenting himself to the people as the solution to the people's legal grievances and spreading rumors about being king. Now we all know in the New Testament, gossip is there too. We know that Jesus was Jesus was gossiped about and and there's rumors too. And even in Acts with the new church, it is said, but the Jews who refused to believe stirred up the other Gentiles. And poison their minds against the brothers. So that was some stories that I can say in terms of um, Bible stories regarding gossip and rumors and stuff like that. Very interesting. You know.
0: Okay, that's very good. I just want to do some quick little shout-outs. I know we have some people that's joined in. We got we have Lakita Ingram Chambers in the house. Morning, kitty. Morning, morning. Hi, uh, we also have Antonequa in the house. Morning. Thank you for joining as well. Um, so, and to all of you who just joined in, um, we just want to tell you all again, welcome, welcome. Yes, um, welcome. Yeah, so let's move on into our next part. Um, you talked, you briefly talked about it in um, when you were talking about the stories. So what are the type mm-hmm. of, so let's talk about, sorry. What are the are we there when we going talk about what the type of gossips? Are you?
1: Yes, yeah, the different types of gossips.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I broke gossips down into different types. Uh-huh. You see, you know, and so here it goes, and then probably more, but here is my um, list of the different types of gossips. So you got the rumors. You know, rumors are pieces of information or a story that has not been verified. It often involves speculation. So you're not sure if the information is true. Also, it can change slightly as retold. You know, James 4 and 17 says, anyone then who know the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. You know, so you know that the information isn't true. You only sure you invalidate it, but you still spreading it anyhow. You know, rumors are very dangerous and they travel extremely fast. You know, have you ever started a sentence by saying, I heard he, I heard she,
0: mm-hmm. or don't
1: quote me on this, but apparently, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, when you hear something that is not verified, but you tell someone or ask someone else about it to get more information, you're starting a rumor.
0: Yes. And through
1: that, gossip spreads.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The proverb says the mouths of fools are their ruin, they trap themselves with their lips. It also says in Exodus 2, you shall not spread false report. You shall not join hands with a wicked man to be a malicious witness. And also, we know in the Ten Commandments, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Exactly. So the next one after that, after rumor, another type of gossip I call is slander. Now, slander is a, is, is a false or unsupported malicious statement about a person to cause damage purposely okay also this is done with the intention of ruining a person's reputation um an example of this was what i was telling you with haman he was using something like slander and it was so interesting because haman was even considered the enemy of the jews that's what they call them the enemy of the jews so he was seeking revenge against them with slander you know and the Bible says, so put away all malice and all deceit and all hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Because most of these things are coming from a jealous standpoint, yeah. a bitter, vengeful standpoint. Mm-hmm. So you really doing this to get at that person, you know, you don't really care about their emotion or nothing. You want them to feel the pain you felt, you know, and, and the Bible talks about that, you know, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these anger. Rage, malice, slander and filthy language from your lips. Also in Ephesians, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. you know And that's something like I was talking we were talking about in forgiveness, in the forgiveness side, you got to release. You gotta find time for that cleansing. You gotta find time yes. for that healing before yes. you did, or else you be getting caught up in slander because you're trying to get revenge. You yes. see? Another type that I would I, consider. Before you go
0: into before you go into the other mm-hmm. type, I just want to add it there about slander. You know, um, coming from my legal background, slander is also something that's tied into when we, we talk about defaming someone's character, we call it defamation. Yes. So slander right. is also tied into that because slander really is in breaking it down the layman's term. It's an untrue statement that's made about somebody, and it's normally done in, in like when you say it, okay? Because we have different types of libel and slander, but slander is the one when you say it and it's untrue, okay? So yeah. that definitely yeah. comes up. Most of the gossip don't be true, they have a little embellishment. But continue on, go on with the different types. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So backbiting and backstabbing is the next one. So backbiting is the act of spreading malicious rumors of lies. Or lies about a person to cause damage purposely. So it goes hand in hand with slander. Um, it's secretive, slanderous, and it attacks the character or reputation of a person who is not present. Proverbs 25 and 23 says, the north wind blows, um, um, the, north wind, the north wind brings forth rain and a backbiting tongue, angry looks.
0: So
1: you backbite, you get angry luxe, just like how the North wind brings rain. The backstabber actually desires the target of his gossip by to experience pain. Like I was saying, you want the person to feel the pain you're feeling, you know, by insulting that person, the backbiter diminishes them and by doing so restores their own self esteem. It is all about making them feel better than the other person. You know Genesis two and I mean Galatians, sorry two five and twenty six says, um, "Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another." So, moving right along, another one is hot topic gossip or hot the news, news toters, <laughs> so the hot topic gossips and the news toters. You know, so these are ones. Oh, you know, these are basically, they mean, you know, this basically means I'm sharing that juicy, scandalous latest scoop you just learned about someone, you know. The initial intent sometimes is not really meant to damage the person, but by keeping the gossip going, it continues to spread and taint the image of the person it's about. You know, words like, have you heard? Did you know? Guess what I just found out, you know? are phrases that lures you into hot topic gossip. And while hot topic gossips have been around forever, social media has driven hot topic gossip to new heights. So when someone posts something up, you'll always see like, hey, you, you saw, a girl, guess what I just found? Or you check your Facebook? Check your WhatsApp. Yeah, You know, <laughs> check your WhatsApp. Like social media. You i so-and-so, got married. Good. You know, so-and-so. I didn't even know she was dating <laughs> you know? And it starts off like that. Boy, not wedding Look, expensive. You know they probably spend X, Y, Z amount of money. And by the time it keeps spreading and spreading and spreading, it turns into they talking about the spouse she's dating. They're talking about who her people is, mm-hmm. you know, and who our people are. You know, it, it goes on and on and on. And it builds, you know, so you yeah, got to be
0: careful. Media. Social media is like the perfect storm for gossip. Like it's Cause yep. there's a bunch of information that's out there and people right. can use that to really push stories, to fabricate, twist it the way you want to twist it, you know? Right. Yeah. right.
1: And you know, we think we're just passing on the latest news and keeping everything relevant, uh-huh. you know, but people like this are not trustworthy because if they could do it to others, if you become a hot topic, believe me, they will do it to you. <laughs> you know exactly. so proverbs 11, exactly so proverbs 11 and 13 says a gossip can't keep secrets but a trustworthy person can you know That's proverbs true. 20 and 19 also says a gossip betrays a confidence so avoid anyone who talks too much that is so true mm-hmm. so, so I, now i move on to i have i move on to the next one uh-huh. the avoider gossip Okay go on now the avoider gossip learns something negative about someone but afraid to facing the person face on but rather than going to the person directly or to sit to someone that person knows who can help, they pass on the information in hopes that you know the right person will somehow hear the right information and do the right thing. It is done with good intentions but good results really come out of this. <laughs> you know Proverbs 25 9 to 10 says if you are your neighbor, If you and your neighbor have a difference of opinion, settle it between yourselves and do not reveal any secrets. Otherwise, everyone will learn that you can't keep a secret and you will never live down the shame. You know, Matthew 18 and 15 also says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. The next one is not really joking jokes. So... We could notice one, not really joking jokes, wink, wink. The type of gossip is spread, you know, this type of gossip is spread passively about another person. This is done by taking the negative information you have found about someone and flipping it into a joke to make the listener or listeners question the person of whom they are talking about, you know, you know, who they're talking about and you question their character. You know, when the the joking is harmful to another, I consider this mockery. And mockery is defined as, you know, to attack or treat with ridicule or contempt. An example of mockery is in the Bible when Jesus was on the cross. You know, those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself." Come down from the cross if you're the son of God. In the same way, the chief priests and teachers of the laws and the elders mocked him. You know, Proverbs 22 and 10 says, drive out the mocker and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. So none of that. Now planting seeds. This is the last one. This is another okay. one of my examples. We these the planting seeds gossips. This type of gossip, just like the previous one, is passive. It is meant to make the listener question or assume something about the character of a person. These subtle insinuations can mislead others into thinking wrong thoughts as well. A good example of this is in Genesis with the serpent and Eve. You know, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the trees in the garden, but God said, you must not eat, from, eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So you see how the serpent did it? He start off with that question. Yeah. And then he throw it in. You know, another example of this, I would say in probably in, in, in the secular term, I would say is like, you know, you talking to somebody like a friend of yours and you say like, you see how Denise keep looking at her friend, boyfriend, every time he comes to pick her up. <laughs> and you go like, Huh? You never saw that? And then you say, no, anyway, don't worry about it. Never mind. Forget you I said
0: that seed there.
1: But you done plant that seed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know? So James tell us likewise the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Yes. You know, so I'm basically done with the different types. And I know there's probably many more, you know, that people talk about and stuff like that. But, you know, these are just a few of mine, you know, that I know right. that plenty of people go through either in the office, in church, amongst peers, in school, everyone goes in college, everyone goes through through um, unexperienced gossip.
0: Right. I just want to go through some comments that, you know, I, I would see your comments coming up, but, you know, just... I would deal with it after we finish a particular segment. So we have a first comment. Mm-hmm. Hey, D'Angelo, thank you for joining us today this is from <laughs> Angela Reed, and he says you ladies should look into publishing these into a podcast form that people can download and listen to in the car or in the kitchen oh, or while exercising. But well, that's a nice oh, thing okay. to consider. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, um, yeah. We have another comment. Um, Coming in from Rosetta, amen. All you gossipers, be prepared for the angry looks. You're going to be exposed. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) We also Uh, also have Tommy here. Welcome, Tommy. Thank you for joining us again today. Um, (laughs) We have a question from Rosetta, but I know we'll probably deal with these at the end, but your question is, we'll just stick a pin here for as well, and we'll deal with them when we're dealing with our question segment. But our question reads, can gossip something negative become something positive? Very good question. Oh, okay. um, just well, hang tight. We're going to get there. Yeah,
1: because um, we go into the question segment right after this next segment. Yes.
0: And then we have a comment from Qua and she said, we got to ask God for a spirit of discernment to help us to weed out those closest to us, friend enemies. Yes. Who gossip. Exactly. Gossip, exactly. These people need us no good. Amen. That's right. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah, so. Yeah, so we just want to go, this is not um, labor too much in time. Let's just continue Mm -hmm. on. with. um, I got a question for you just to help along with the conversation, but it's more or less like um, how, um, how to stop gossip we also got Shanda. Oh, yeah. Shanda, hey Shanda, thank you for joining
1: okay. us. That's it, discernment. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, well, basically, how to stop gossip? Yeah, to stop you gossip. must make that decision to want to stop gossiping. You have to make that decision, mm-hmm. you know, and come clean with yourself. You know, come clean. Like, okay, I like, I do have a problem with gossiping, or I do have a problem with listening to gossip or entertaining gossip, and also to pray. You know, confess your sins. The Bible say if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins right. and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, and also pray for a spirit of discernment. Like was said, pray for a spirit so that we can discern good friends. Yeah. You know, the Bible say two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift his fellow." But woe to him who is alone when he falls and there's not another to lift him up. A good friend is like finding treasure. You know, also, too, I'd say meditate on pure and truthful things. Keep your mind positive. You know, we all know that that saying that we go from the very beginning when we first started this um, chaos in terms of meditating on good things. You know, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, just pure lovely of good report is if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy mm-hmm. meditate on these things you know exactly. and i'd say start a up free diet so what i would say is like you start small maybe you can stop watching like reality shows or soap operas i remember a lady told me um, that she doesn't watch soap operas anymore because it comes to her, it causes her to, you know, want to gossip, which I thought was very interesting because when she told me that, I was like- well, That's a
0: nice it it,
1: it, wants, it, it it caused me to want to gossip. So I said, wow, I didn't know that, you know? But it's a really good point, you know, what she said. And moreover, you know, I would say also too, for this gossip-free diet, I'll also say, you know, try helping. One of your colleagues out, you know, help a person out one by one. You know, if you think someone isn't doing something right, you try to help them out as opposed to talking bad behind their back. Be there to assist. You know, make a commitment to build the other person up, not tear them down. And now the thing is, I would say a question I would ask is this. Overheard a gossip. Keep it to yourself and do not spread it. You know, we keep gossip going by speaking it and entertaining it. Which leads, you know, me to my next point. Now, do not engage a person who gossips. If someone comes to you with rumors or gossip, sometimes depending on how it is worded, you can say to the gossip, hmm, that's interesting. So what are you going to do to help him or her? Or, hmm, that's interesting. So how are you going to tell him or her? You know, or try to change the subject. You know, gossip, you know, mainly is negative. So switching to positive is also a good option. Right. Um, the Bible says, without wood, a fire goes out. Without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. Yeah. So try not to right do you know, Remember, if you do not want everybody to know your personal business, don't tell it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Keep it to yourself. The when you have a problem with personal issues, <laughs> I mm-hmm. on social media. When you have a problem or personal issues, find a safe and trusted, safe and trusted friend or family member who you can help, who can, you know, basically help you solve that issue together or give it to Jesus,
0: you know? Yeah. Yes, he cares well, that him. person got to be able to keep secrets. They got to be a good secret keeper.
1: Right. They got to be able to keep secrets because sometimes, like I said, sometimes you don't, if, it, if it's inside so much, it burns you and it kills you. Yeah. So you do want to have that trusted person who you can confide in. And like I said, nothing like having a good friend or a good family member. It's almost like yep. finding treasure within itself, you know. And also, to another thing, control your tongue. The um, Psalms 141 and 3 says, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. And understand that people will not like you no matter what you do. So you know, so even if you change or if you don't, you know what I'm saying, people will still be talking about you. So you got to come to understanding that you won't please everybody. You know, examine your motives for sharing information about others, too. You know, if it is negative and will tear down the person's confidence or reputation, do not say it. And ask yourself, can I quote this information if I fact check it? Um, would I uh, have... Um, Loved it if someone had said this about me. You know, you ask yourself these questions, you know, and keep busy. Another one I would say too, keep busy, you know, fill your life with meaningful work. Gossip is considered a part of idle conversations. Right. So start a new hobby. Join a club. Stay active. You know, even the Apostle Paul had it, had, had it right when he said in First Timothy, besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but also busybodies who talk nonsense, saying things they ought not to. So I counsel younger widows to marry, to have children, to manage their homes, and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander. And what I'm saying is not just it's for women, but I was just saying that that is very interesting. Because normally Mm -hmm. when people are not busy and they have nothing to do, they get into idle chit chat, and this. Yeah. Icon, so it tells you even from back then, if you ain't doing nothing, you can sit down and talk with somebody, go in the cafeteria, stand in the cafeteria and chat, and get caught up in gossip and stuff like that. I remember there's a girl in one of my offices. She used to jump in her car every lunch break. Every lunch break, she always busy doing something. She out doing this, she do doing that, and we were like, "Jesus, why do you always keep going out?" She just was always out. But I remember one time. She was saying, you know, I don't like getting caught up in no office chitter chat, and no little wow. chit chat." So she said, "That's why she did what she did, does." She said, "She don't care if she wasting up on your ass. She sure. just don't like get caught up in that. She come to work, focus on her job, and she ready to go. She ain't got no time for that, you know." So, like I say, stay active, you know. And also, lastly, realize gossip is the enemy and is very destructive. You know, the Bible says in 2 Timothy, but avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. So that's basically what I would say in terms of how to stop gossip.
0: I just wanna read some comments that came in. We have Zola in the house, Zola Landu, Thank you for joining us. Um, and I just wanna read his comment. He said, he was um, given a contribution mm-hmm. on how to stop gossip. He said, if you want to stop gossiping, okay. you must also look at your inner circle or whom you surround yourself with. They may be facilitating you a group. That's and right. I, That's why I always say pray for that spirit of
1: discernment. Yes. Because you need to have that good friend, that good person who got your back, no matter when you tell them the secret, that leave right there. That stay right between you and that person. You know, like I said, with the story with David, he told Joab his situation and Joab understood it, but he ended up telling mm-hmm. it to somebody else. So he had to, he knew, wait, I gave you this information and confidence and now you have this person coming and doing this action to me, you know? So all of that, that tells you something as a friend, you know, you need to find that good friend because people do encourage you and engage you into those things.
0: Yeah. And then we have another comment coming over from Rosetta. And it reads, and we would be very embarrassed if the person in question heard what we said. Good reason to um to quit the gossip that is so true.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because you got to ask the question, would I like it if someone said it about me? Sometimes when you gossip about somebody, be like, wait, would I like it if someone would have said this about me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I
0: would have gotten very upset. they heard about <laughs> it. Exactly. Yeah. And I just want to read Kitty's comment, um, Lakita's comment. And she said, I posted it earlier, I so, said, okay, that's me. A little bit, LOL. I'm the sneaky joker. Lord, forgive me. And y'all <laughs> forgive me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Probably most of us are being guilty of that as well. Yeah. Because yeah. so people tend yeah. to use those type of things to throw in, yeah, you know. Kiki at the end, you're to have a little laugh at the end, you know. Yeah, we soften <laughs> the blow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, forgiveness is key. Um, so right. <laughs> um, if we're already gone through all the points about how to stop gossip, um, mm-hmm. I just want to go ahead and talk about. Um, let's go in now let's jump into our advanced questions. Um, so I know we had yeah. some question a question earlier, so we'll get to that as well. So. Uh, let's help me remember, and if y'all in the comments, help me remember that we got a question earlier that I have to go back and look at. So let's just, okay. let's just, let's start with the questions, go ahead.
1: Okay, so the questions is, one of the questions was, why do we gossip? Okay. So why do we gossip?
0: Okay, why do we gossip? I can think about five points or five reasons as to why we, we gossip. The first point being, okay. we gossip because as humans, we are curious. And how do we know mm. this? We look at the Bible and we go to the first gossip of the Bible, which we talked about earlier. And that was in the Garden of Eden, between Eve and the serpent. And you talked about that mm. story, story earlier, about how the serpent came and was like, oh, would you truly die? And he came up with all that kind of stuff, that's Satan. Um, and so yeah, from that moment, from that moment that showed that it's human nature we always had this curiosity for knowledge and for more information and so yeah. it, it's basically within us from that point on we, we are clear that that's what makes us yeah. get so engaged in the gossip we're curious another point i would say yeah. is that um gossip why we gossip is because it makes us avoid the reality um that we have flaws because when you gossip gossiping about somebody you're so focused You you don't have to focus on yourself. You just focus in on that particular person. And so you concentrate on them. You you deflecting everything out on them. So you don't get to look at yourself and have an inner moment and an inner check of yourself. You know? Another moment, another reason why we gossip is that it makes you feel temporarily good about yourself or it temporarily make you feel better about um, um, who you are as a person. Yeah, yes, you got power. Yeah. What you're doing is for the moment. When you gossip and you tearing someone's character and reputation down. And when you tearing someone's character right. down, it's almost making you feel for that temporary moment like you better than someone that like you feel up there like, Oh, I ain't doing that. Yeah, this, you I, better than that, you. that. But at least yeah. I am doing that. Or sometimes people right. do it because misery loves company. You like to have a little you want not feel like it, it ain't only you going through this. Or it ain't only you doing this, you know? Right. So it just, Temporary feeling of um, of that. Another reason uh, why I uh, people gossip. Why I believe that people gossip is because you talked about earlier. People are bored and idle. Yeah, you're bored and idle, and so you engage in cyber conversation. And I want to talk and refer back to that same scripture that you referred to earlier, which was First Timothy verse, I mean, chapter five, verse thirteen, when the Apostle Paul mm-hmm. was addressing the church and referring to certain type of young widows. Um, who were part of the church, and he told the church to refuse them because they had learned to be idle, wandering from yeah. house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things which they are mm-hmm. not. So, yep, the scripture shows us that gossip um, being idle sets the stage or it's like the perfect environment for gossip to bloom. Okay. Mm. Uh, another okay. reason why we gossip, I think it gives us, and I want to stress and emphasize the word feeling. It gives us the feeling of camaraderie, community, and friendship. Because when we gossip, we don't gossip with ourselves. We don't go in the mirror and just sit down and mm-hmm. say, or oh, we sit down to the chair and just start talking about other people. No, we engage another person or persons. I, and so that moment right. of engagement, And they don't really
1: have to be your friends. And I, and, and I had to stress no. that too you and gossiping, and you're building alliances. But these people you only mm-hmm. build in alliances based on that gossip. I always remember this quote. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> so you got to be able to know that just know they ain't your friend. We only have a common interest right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, you have a common enemy, exactly. And that's why I say it gives you that feeling. It makes you feel. Like you have this friendship going on because now all you all coming together. Sometimes you're calling each other up. You're joining your little groups on WhatsApp. Um, um you all having little meetings in your different locations and you could talk about this person and you all you have in this temporary mm-hmm. moment of feeling a part of something. And you know, as human beings, we love to feel apart. We love feeling belonging mm-hmm. to something. It's in our nature for relationships and for um just feeling like we belong somewhere. Um yeah. Another. I just read another comment here. <laughs> Rosetta said that we gossip because it's sweet. <laughs> some people, yeah, some yeah. people simply enjoy gossip, and it's it's for those same reasons. That yeah, it's fun.
1: Say, it's fun, enticing. Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> fun, enticing. Yeah, yeah. And like I said with Felicia, when you was talking about it, you know, like I said, you know, it diverts from the attention mm-hmm. from your messed up from your exactly. feelings. Because you know, most people who gossip sometimes have bitterness, have fear, mm. anger, sadness, and they use it as a tool sometimes for revenge. And sometimes they do it like you said. Oh well, you know it detracts from me in a sense. You know, so once they don't finish that talk, they don't hang up the phone because you can't you can, or you can't even can get through to their personal life because they don't finish chat, mm. chat, chat, chat. After they don't finish, they hang up that phone. That's it. <laughs> you know, exactly. you know ain't saying. So what's happening to you? <laughs> How you doing? No, my life is miserable. I'm self-loathing him. <laughs> you know? But they don't say that.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, gossip, like going on to um, the earlier point, gossip is sweet because, you know, it's that fabrication of stories. And, you know, when people bring you gossip, they bring it with so much. For the most part, they give it with so much effects. Girl, yeah, when you hear something like that, you're like, What? Wow.
1: Yeah. that's fun, like I said, fun and enticing. It really that's, gets you, boy. Exactly that really gets really you
0: feel, <laughs> it feels into your flesh. It ain't how to find the church, it ain't had yeah. to find God in any way, but it really catering to no. the flesh, it's filling that up. And you know, the flesh, right? Is nonsense like this, so yeah, that's why gossip is so engaging in that way. Yeah, that's my all right, so point the next that. mm-hmm. all right. So,
1: the next question is. Now, I think it was discussed earlier about being positive. If there's anything positive, is you know, right. we know that there's something negative. Is there anything positive about it? Um, are there any benefits to gossiping? Right. You know, basically, what are the benefits? If there are any benefits mm-hmm. to gossiping, I don't know. Yes, yeah, this, this goes, know. goes back
0: to Rosetta's earlier question when she had asked about, um, I'm just going to post up is here, it, In gossip, is there anything positive? Something negative, something positive. So I, I want to talk about mm-hmm. this and from the biblical perspective there is no benefits to gossip from a biblical perspective and um there's no such thing as good gossip and i think
1: because i've heard a lot about that you know Felicia. i've heard a lot about that i've heard a lot about good gossip because some people say you know good gossip you know it really helps in terms of If you know someone can talk about you, is going to talk about you because you dress a certain way or act a certain way, you're not going to do it. So you're not going to walk into a certain place or go to a certain location dressing a certain way or acting a certain way. It tends to help in curving the way you act. You know, it also, some bosses tend to use it to understand the climate of the company, (laughs)
0: I've heard when, some when, people I, say something. When, when people talk about yeah. it helps occur someone, really what you're doing is it, it, you're going to talk about it with other people and it really creates a negative connotation. If you're trying to say you're having something, you have a, a constructive criticism, when you got to go and talk about it in a group, there's nothing positive that's going to come out of that. All you're doing is making the mm-hmm. person feel worse than they, who they are. You're making them feel even more insecure than if you were to pull that person on the side and say, hey, these are some things I get, um, that I think that you should consider as a suggestion. When you involve a group of people and all y'all get to now put all y'all the negative stuff, because you know when you put when you involve a group of people, it's gonna create some sort of negative. Someone's gonna say something, you're gonna create that jested environment, and it's really not gonna be a point where that person feels like it's coming from a place of love or upliftment. So I think that, mm-hmm. that that's not, that's nothing good. It's almost like I consider good gossip to be an oxymoron, a contradiction. It's, it's like saying... Um, Someone is a good criminal. That's yeah. <laughs> um, saying some something like in these times, healthy coronavirus was healthy about coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. how that's how I see um, um gossip as another reason why um, you know there there's some things that people may may feel, even though I'm saying that like Estelisa would have said earlier, or like you alluded to. Um, about people pointing out to some benefits of to, to gossip. Um, these are considered benefits, but they really aren't. Because if you look at them on the, uh, like, look, really look at it, you realize it's really not a benefit. Some of the things is that people think that it gives you the sense of camaraderie and friendship that I talked about earlier. But all of that is yeah. really temporary because you're only having this camaraderie or friendship because, only yeah. because you all have a common enemy. But the minute that person goes out of the picture or that, that, that person no longer exists, you realize y'all ain't really friends. That person really don't no. care for you. <laughs> you know, you, you really realize place. that. So that's, it's like you're building a foundation on something that's very faulty. Um, what about so like becoming self make- fashion? Felicia, like,
1: what do you mean? You know, they curve in, like, you know, like, okay, let's say, I'm just gonna use church because, you know, in church, you gotta wear modest wear. So suppose, you know, you know, if you wear something like short and scandalous, you know, people can talk about that. So you're going to decide not to wear it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, is there anything?
0: Always, being, always, being always so concerned about what people have to say about you in that way. I mean, that that already comes across negative. Because for a lot of people, that creates a form of anxiety. And you're living your life just trying to please other people. And we know what people, human beings. We can even look in the Bible. People are, can be very difficult to please. So, you create this anxiety level on a person when if you feel someone isn't dressed appropriately or you think that it isn't lined up to their lifestyle or what they're doing isn't lined up in scripture, don't go there and have mm. a big group conversation without the person involved and gossip about them. Pull them aside personally and be like, okay, this is how I feel that you should do this or maybe you should consider this in private. Mm. And That's I think true. the person would take it in a more loving way and they wouldn't feel this whole anxiety about it. Because when you involve a group of people, like I say, and you start creating this whole, oh, what would that person saying about me, or they say this, and gossip always spins into something negative. So mm-hmm. someone will go ahead and take that conversation, talking with someone's dress code, and they'll turn it into something about, or oh, she, she must be trying to get someone husband, or she must be, or he must be trying to do, you know? It just spins into something else, and it just dampens a person even more. Um, So, that's how um, I feel about that. And another thing people could say is that gossip helps. uh it's a benefit because it helps to relieve stress. But really, I mean, in that couple of minutes you chatting about somebody, um, you, you chatting about you focusing on another person, like another person issue. But that's only a temporary fix. Yo, yeah, whatever causing you to be stressed is still gonna be there. You ain't you ain't fixing your yeah. issues. So right. again, it's temporary, and I don't see no benefit to it. Um, so another thing is, it can create again. I'm just stressing the word. They talk about boosting. People would say, "Oh, it'll be able to help boost my self-esteem." But again, this is a temporary boost because some people may feel a high self-esteem and they're tearing another person down. Um, they start to right. feel, "Oh, I feel better than this person," but it's all temporary. Right, right, right. right. You're creating this right. whole illusion of this person not being perfect, but you really ignoring the fact that you get issues that you need to deal with too <laughs> um, or you're making these lies fabrications of, of, of things that really ain't right um and i just want to tie it back into scripture again as to why i believe that there's no such thing as good gossip um we look at proverbs 10 and 18. it says that the person who spreads slander, which is gossip and which i talked about earlier about defining gossip as um, it's called a fool now mm-hmm. there's no such a good thing as being called a fool I, I don't think nobody want to be referred to as a fool <laughs> um, and then another thing is um, I don't want to look at Proverbs 20 verse 19 which um, where the Bible admonishes us not to associate with gossip so the Bible tells us not to associate with gossip there's clearly nothing good to come out of that um, yeah another thing is Ephesians 5 verse 4 where the apostle Paul said to his church, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting are not fitting for Christians, but that Christians should be known for giving thanks as that as this was fitting. So this there is no benefit to doing something that is not fitting as Christians or saints. Mm-hmm. And when we look at Revelation, we see what happens when we start engaging in these bunch of Filthy talk and lies. So I want to take you to Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, which states, but for the cowardly and unbelieving and abominable and murderous and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars. Who are liars? Mm-hmm. When you gossip got people, you fabricate the stories and other things. And they said that their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second mm-hmm. death. And so like I said, normally when you gossip you're lying, you add a little something. Yeah. It may start off a little basis of a little something, a little truth, but you start embellishing things. And yeah. when you start doing that, um, you create that lie and that 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 eventual outcome for you is you're looking at hell. You know, that means it's it's something that's punishable in that way. And I know as we go into the summer and it getting hot like this, I don't like too much hot. <laughs> I don't want to be in a
1: lake of fire. <laughs> so that's my point. I don't know if you want me to come to this at the end or you want me to go okay, sorry. to the next. I see there's a question here.
0: Go ahead, huh.
1: Okay. Can I, the gossiper, do anything to heal a friendship? that was betrayed as a result of my gossiping, healing myself and healing the uh, the one I hurt. Well, it comes from, I would think forgiveness, right? Yes. Like how we were discussing in terms of forgiveness. You do have to go yes. to the person and ask the person for forgiveness. And um, that's basically how you could heal. Now the person accepts it or would not. I mean, it's probably up to them. It's purely up to them, but it's really you as the gossip. If you say, hey, I'm sorry of doing something, that's the best you could do, you know, and just do your best in stopping what you've done before. You know, that's what I feel, you know. Um, you have anything? And um, we could go into the next.
0: Um, yeah, I question. absolutely agree with you. I think that, that the, the, the important thing is, like what you said, forgiveness. You, that's the first starting yeah. point is to uh, go to that person, acknowledge, take, take full mm-hmm. responsibility for what you did. Acknowledge that what you did was wrong, and ask the person to forgive. Um, Set whatever things you can say right. If you said something that you know was not true, own up to it and 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 correct it to that person. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's that's one of the things. So next question. um, Mm -hmm. So the next question
1: is, how can gossip affect the people being gossiped about?
0: (laughs) Okay. So how could gossip, so affect again, the being, gossip affect the people being gossiped about? But I think we, we talked about it a little briefly earlier um, about yeah. when you gossip about somebody, when you speak negative and you're having a group and normally that person's not involved and that person having to overhear or hear through what we call the grapevine. That creates a level of anxiety. It can make a person mm-hmm. feel um, having low self-esteem. It can turn a person. When I I talk about anxiety, create anxiety from the point of view is, you know, you're trying to please. You don't know what you're doing. It just all these sorts of emotions, and you're not feeling validated. Um, Yeah. It can uh, being gossip, It can also about. It can create negative thoughts in your mind. Um, and it can really tear a person. It can tear a person down. Um, it talks about in leviticus 19 and 16 it said do not go about spreading slander among your people do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life i am the lord so when also when you gossip some somebody most of times it's something that's untrue and it could put that person in danger as well um you can Mm -hmm. say certain things and say oh let me give some examples you can accuse somebody of 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 doing something that's mean and and now everyone is against that person they want to hurt that person and really that's not even mm-hmm. the gates. It didn't do what you embellishing the story to, to be. Cause you have anything else you wanna add?
1: No, that's that's really good. You know, it can't, I, I mean, the next question to say, can too much gossiping lead to suicide? You know, and like what you're saying, you know, with the anxiety of it all and what you're going mm-hmm. through, because sometimes it turns into bullying. When you keep doing right? it, it turns exactly. into bullying, But like mocking and too much of anything is not good for anybody. And it turns into bullying. And it gets to the point where sometimes some people can't handle it anymore and because they are plagued with their own personal insecurities and stuff like that. And that get, becomes a mountain. It becomes like it's a snowball effect and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And sometimes some people can um, end up, it can end up leading that way, you know, for some people. And that's why I know in terms of kids with cyber bullying and even in the office, there's times where people go through bullying as well. You know, so you gotta be careful of that. All that helps, gossip helps in all of that. And it becomes something bigger than just, oh, it's just idle chit chat. It mm-hmm. becomes something big, some weapon of mass destruction, yes. you know? So you, and, and a mass destruction to your character, to your emotions. So you have to be careful of that and it can lead to suicide. Um, but I always say for those who have those type of issues, I would say they consult someone um, in jobs, you know they have HR in um, schools. You have your parents, of course, and your guidance counselor, people like that. You have things like that, that that helps and assist um, in helping even to, they have these like um, those secret stuff and like whistleblowing. I think that inside of jobs as well where you can talk about certain things in, um, anonymously. Um, you know, there's a lot of things and of course, Psychiatry and stuff like that for those who plague with suicide
0: and feelings like that. Um, the next yeah.
1: question. I, just is,
0: read one. One. I know. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't um, recognize these ones. It's coming in from Shanda. Shanda. She said, The only benefit I see is only to protect. She was talking about the benefits of gossip. She said, The only benefit I see is only to protect the person you're talking to from that person. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> but true. So, which really is not like a, I mean, I, I get it. So that shows there's no benefit to gossiping, period. Okay, period. Um. Yeah. But that's the time. Yeah, so the next happen. question. Okay, yeah. so go on with the next question. Go ahead. Go ahead. But the next question is this <laughs> Who do you
1: think gossip more, men or women? <laughs>
0: So you know, in today's society, yeah, in in today's society, (laughs) you know, there's also this, there's always this illusion, and I call it illusion. That women gossip more than men, and we have that illusion because when we look on um, TV and we go about, um, um, normally a lot of TV shows center around women gossiping. So we come with this assumption, this false assumption or notion that women gossip more than men, which is not true. Actually, women and men gossip equally, the same amount, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that, that we have uh, uh, labels, gossip for men, different things. We call them like um, locker, room, locker room banter. We call it things like networking. We call it things like catching up. We call it things like um, different sports talk. But really, that's gossip, and men do that all the time. Um, yeah, men gossip. They, uh, um, so that shows that it's an equal thing. Men may not think yeah. that they are gossip. And they gossip
1: about the same things. Just to add, they gossip about the same things too. Yeah. Men and women gossip about the same things. They will also yeah. about work. They about, gossip about sometimes <laughs> about their spouses. They uh, gossip about their exactly. dates. They gossip, exactly. men and women. They gossip about where they've been, a place they visited. They gossip about everything the same things Ain't no different sometimes they gossip yeah. even about celebrities even some women might like basketball but they gossip they gossip about certain celebrities and basketball um players so they gossip about the same things it's the same things so yeah <laughs> right you got barbershop therapy right yeah uh, barbershop. you got the barbershop therapy and the beauty salon therapy that's what it is
0: yeah, they they do all that exactly. And there's a correlation. and
1: I've been in both, and I've seen it. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, okay, y'all no, guys, it's even a gossiping."
0: <laughs> well, was said Ha He said, "Show me the de- the data." Well, you know, I <laughs> enough, I looked at I looked at data about it, and so there was research coming out that shows that men and um, women um, gossip equally the same amount, and there's actually one particular research finding that they were doing. I believe it was coming out of the UK. That said, they went to the point of saying that men on a, on a daily basis, they, they did a statistics on daily basis, communication on the phone or whatever. And they said in comparison, oh, men and women, they said that men gossip 33%, at a 33% rate um, daily and women on was 26%. <laughs> wow. so that was wow. but it just happens that for us, we normally, do not think that men gossip more or gossip equally because, like I said, we classify their things differently. We just think, oh, that's locker room banter, that's gossip. Talking right. about your date mm-hmm. events, that's gossip. Talking about yeah. all these different, talking about politics and about your cat, that's gossip too. That could be gossip. Mm-hmm. Um, you right. We just consider these things to, to, we just give them different labels. And on, on media plays a, a very important part. If you look on TV. A lot of these reality shows, they don't have really men sitting down and following their lives like that. It's women I they know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. So now the next question is, how to help children cope with gossip? And I think this is the last question. How yeah. to help children cope with gossip? Yeah. You know, um, Go ahead. No, for me, I,
0: I, I, okay, you go ahead. You,
1: you, want, you, you go ahead and then okay. I'll go in.
0: All right, so I'll start off and then you can add into it. So how to, how, how to help children cope with gossip. I think one important thing to do is you have to be able to have an a open line of communication with a child feels comfortable enough to be able yeah. to talk to you about it. Um, and also exactly. sometimes it's also how to help children cope with gossip, be able to observe them, see if there's yeah. certain, certain changes. Because a lot of times Mm -hmm. kids deal with gossip, and this is termed in nowadays, they call it bullying. And one of the things for me as a parent or guardian, um, being able to go down to wherever the source is and being able to Mm -hmm. confront that source, but not in a violent way. Like I've seen some videos of people doing some stuff. Um, But being able Mm -hmm. to address it, is that school that's happening. Maybe you need to go and have a meeting at school and find out who are the culprits and the perpetrators of it. Uh, um, yep. to bring some type of dialogue so that they will know that this child has some sort of backing and that they have yep. validation from somewhere. Um, being yep. able to also how to help child cope with gossip. Try to build your children up. Have that conversation. If someone calling them and teasing them about certain things, you got to be the one to build, uh-huh. your child up, build your child's self-esteem up and make them feel so yep. when people tell them stuff, they know that it ain't true because already from home or where you are, you tell them how intelligent they are When they do stuff, you don't be Mm -hmm. showing the host calling them dumb and stupid. You tell them that they are so smart. I love your curiosity about, you tell them things like build up their spirits. So when people say negative things about them, they'll basically saying that, no, I don't believe it, whatever, Mm -hmm. because, hey, I know that I am beautiful. I know that I'm smart and intelligent. And I would
1: also add to that, Felicia, Mm -hmm. even in terms of that, that's like avoiding them from dwelling on the rumors and the gossip. I would say two, Put them in other clubs and other um, um, groups. Sometimes, you know, even if it takes you to go on trips, like vacation sometimes together or whatnot, you know, just to change their minds from what's going on around them.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
1: they could find their validation from other pairs. Because, you know, yeah. we as human beings, we we are social beings. Yeah. We all crave that social thing. So for kids, if this isn't working out, sometimes you move them to a, an extra another extracurricular activity where... They really dominate. So they're like, what are they talking about? They haters, you know? Yeah. So you can actually build them up like that. And you monitor that online social media thing that they're on. So I think that would work um, in terms as well, you know, but you, you could keep going. So I just wanted to add that in there yeah. in terms of putting them into, you know, extracurricular activity and try to avoid their minds from being on that, avoid that social media. Sometimes you tell them, hey, get off that Facebook now. Yeah. Come over to that. They're you know, yeah, and, moving and, um, for that. a while. You fast off of social media for
0: a while, right? And that also goes to my next point. Just briefly saying that sometimes you may need to change the environment, and you look at that as far if there's a school and you notice it's just so overwhelming. Maybe um, if you're in a position to, you may want to consider removing them from that school and change the environment. But I think that yeah. dealing with gossiping, I think it's something that as we live in the world. It's something that we we'll always have to learn how to confront with. And so it's best yeah. to teach your child how to cope with it by, mm-hmm. like I said, learning how to build up there. I, I was bullied in high school. I never being bullied and people would tease me. They would call me geek. They would call me nerd. I ain't gonna lie. It used to hurt at the time. But mm-hmm. I used to be able, when I would go home, <laughs> I would be told that, you know, and, and I, like you say, going around different groups that I am intelligent and I was to talk about my house in a positive way. Um, I was told yeah. that I was beautiful. I was talked about in a positive way. So it helped me to cope that even though they were teasing and calling me me, I knew mm-hmm. that my value and my focus wasn't going to be placed heavily on that because yeah. I knew that, yeah, I geek a nerd, but it's benefits to being intelligent. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that still helps me to fill up my self-esteem. And I I found certain groups of people in, within school and make that's why it's important to find your own little social groups who yeah. intelligence and positivity and so that's what I did yeah.
1: yeah and I do agree with that too because I always say in the classroom not everyone is be fighting against you you know right. if you look around you'll realize there's five or two or three people who are very serious and very upset and hurting with you and you yeah. got to realize that instead of looking at the negative people that are, are, are blocking you, even on your jobs, sometimes it's people. Because, see, I always say you train the kids at that age because they're going to go through that. What happens in school actually happens on the working world. Mm-hmm. So I've realized if you could handle school, you could handle the working world. Or oh, the you world know? At large. So it's the large. Yeah. And the world at large. That's right. Because it's too. the same types of people mm-hmm. in the same. In in in, your, in every area of of your life, you know. So, but there, I like I said, there's always this one group of people that always that will have your back. You know, my day might be silent with it, but when you look around, you realize not the whole classroom laughing. You have but like, maybe if you even have three or two or one who just sees like this ain't even funny. You know, right. you always know that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And this is about finding a group and having a discernment to find the proper to get your source of i would say belongings from. Um, um so if yeah. there are no more questions any more questions yeah no. There are no more right no. okay so there's no more questions we're just going to tie um come conclude our our bible study session today okay. um, we want to thank you all again for tuning in thank you for the commentary thank you for being here <laughs> Thank you for the shares, the likes. Um, we really appreciate this. We really appreciate mm-hmm. all your support. So let us conclude our um, Bible study the way that we always do. Does it have yeah. any wrap-up words? I was glad to ask you if anything to wrap up no, for. I, all I wanna say is
1: probably too, you're gonna see sometimes you're also gonna be talking about characters in the Bible moving forward. Yeah. So just know that we'll be doing that character thing. So sometimes you might see us talking about like Absalom or Esther. Or you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you might cut people like David, I gotta cut them up in, in, in pots. <laughs> right. Because their life was so much and so vast, like them and Moses and Abraham, all that. You know, but we might be doing things like that as well moving forward. So when you see uh pipeline with not just sometimes topics, we might be also doing also, people and people you can learn from as well. I always thought Absalom was very interesting in terms of understanding how people get rebellious, how kids do turn rebellious, how what happens, you know. So one of them might be Absalom very soon, you know. So just right. watch out for those.
0: Yes, and then also, of course, um, as it's interactive and, and we really like the community community that we get going on here. If you have any topic suggestions, yeah. feel free to to leave them yeah. in a comments or um, send me an uh, inbox. And we will definitely consider your topic for our mm-hmm. uh, upcoming Bible study that we have. So with that, let us go to prayer. Yep. Father God, I just wanna thank you for this brand new day that you have given us. I thank you for waking us up this morning. I thank you for clothing us in our right minds. For God, the fact that you woke us up, we know that our, your, the purpose that you have for our lives have not yet been fulfilled. God, as we talked about gossip, today. God, forgive us of our sins, because so many of us have been guilty of, of conducting gossip and being a part of it. Forgive us, oh God, for your word declares that, that the effective fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So God, we come clean and we repent of our sins of gossip. God, help mm-hmm. us to have positive conversations, that when we speak amongst people, God, that we will be glorifying you and edifying the church. Let us speak life into people's lives. Let us speak life into our own lives. Let us be the beacon of hope and and of light and positivity for the world to see. Father God, help us to guard our tongues. Help us to be able to have a spirit of discernment to know what type of groups of people that we need to be around so that we would know that people who are not going to promote that positivity and to speak godly and positive things, that we don't need to be around it. God, even this very moment, if there are relationships and friendships that we are in, that are encouraging that, God, we pray that you sever them now in the name of Jesus or touch the hearts yes. to people who are in those groups, that they will be repent as well and come into alignment, God, with your scripture and your word. Father God, we pray for the world today. God, as we go through this pandemic and the issues that the world is facing, God, we know that you are in control. And no matter what we are facing, God, we know that all things are going to work together for our good. So, Father God, we pray in this very moment, God, and we celebrate who you are, and we pray that you get the glory out of this, that even after everything is said and done, that we will still worship you, we will still praise you, and be able to testify about how great our God is. God, we pray for people right now who are in need. God, we know that we serve a Jehovah Jireh. We know that you are a provider. God, provide for them. God, we pray for the sick who is a are among us right now, God. God, we pray that you give them healing. God, we pray for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of doctors and leaders. God, give them the strength as they help to find a solution okay. through medicine. And we pray for the leaders as they help to make policy decisions that help to shape nations and does ultimately affect people like us. God, we pray right now, God, that as people looking for, for jobs and, and how they're going to pay their bills, God, we pray that you provide comfort and meet them where their needs are in Jesus' name. Father God, protect us as we go through the upcoming days and weeks. God, cover us in the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. God, I pray that everyone watching and those who are around the world who are trusting in you, God, I pray that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In the name of Jesus and God, when the enemy rushes in like a flood, God, your word says that you will raise up a standard against the enemy. And so God, we pray for these things. Father God, I pray right now as we we go about in our daily lives, God, I pray that you increase hope amongst us. God, let us not dwell on negative things, God, but give us hope that tomorrow will be better than today. God, give us that, uh, that hope and our assurance that we know that we serve a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever ask or think. God, have your way in our lives, oh God. Have your way. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you give us the assurance, you give us the strength to cope for the next day. And we thank you, we glorify you, and we worship and honor you, for you are a good God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So as we conclude now, we want to thank you, Calissa. we got to head out now. <laughs> so, hello. You can hear me? I think I'm having an audio issue with hearing you. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, we can know now. Um, thank you all again. Uh-huh. For watching and we'll be back again on Friday. Uh, that's next Friday at 11 a.m. Sorry, again, for the late start. Um, So, but you know, around 11, we are here with a Bible study, ready to share and impart. So, until next time, don't have a good weekend, a good Friday, and keep on positive things. Keep your mind positive. Don't dwell on those negative things that, you know, so much the enemy will be trying to put in your mind that what ain't working right for you and what ain't going good in your life. Focus on positive things. Look at the things that are going right in your life. You're alive today, eh? That's enough to celebrate on that, right? You can see this video, eh? You get That's your right. eyes. And you can celebrate That's on right. that, eh? <laughs> so, and if you get That's good right. health, and you can lift your hand up, and you can stretch it like that, celebrate! It's a good day, and everything is gonna be alright. Every That's going, right. everything, even as we go through this pandemic, it's a season thing. It's seasonal. This too shall pass. Mm. Always going through right. the uncertainties. Being supposed to worry about things, God tell us not to worry. That's what the Bible says. So don't stress and worry about these things. It's so It shall pass. It's going to be all right. Okay? So, bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Yeah.